When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Free Beer and Hot Wings Show free clip of the day. Hi, it's the Free Beer and Hot Wings Show. Is this Nikki Glazer? Hi. Hi, Nikki. Hey, Nikki. How are you? Good. Uh, Nikki has a lot of things we can credit, and I'm happy to do it because we're all big fans right now on a massive tour that seems to be going in lots of places where you can hear the show. One night with Nikki Glazer tour is going on now. Of course, you probably watched her on F Boy Island. The short term shows that are in listening areas are going to be at the Egg in Albany on the 12th and 13th. So a couple nights, two shows, and then State Theater in Portland, Maine. That's coming up at the end of the week. I know people there will love you. And then uh, in Kalamazoo, Michigan at the Kalamazoo Theater. That's coming up on the 19th and 20th, and then you're also going to be in Orlando, Florida, where we're on in February, Ithaca, New York, Rochester, New York, Buffalo, New York, and then in Pennsylvania and in eastern Pennsylvania and Hampton, New Hampshire, amongst Everywhere. others. So people in need to come see you. Places. You're on the move. Can you we- guys are on the move. That's a lot of places you guys are. Uh, I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm constantly on tour, but this one has been actually way more fun than usual. I don't know. There's just something that's going on. Like, I... Do you guys suffer with imposter syndrome ever? Yes. Mm -hmm. I only learned what that was like a year ago when my therapist told me. And I'm not even kidding. (laughs) So I I, I have that, but it's dissipated a lot this tour because I recently met Gary Seinfeld, and he told me he was a fan. He's not someone who's going to give you a load of crap. Mm -mm. Better to be Nikki Glaser than Kesha. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even want to meet him because I was so scared he was going to catch me. And so I... I didn't want to meet him, and then he um, he called for me, and I was like, "Oh yes, be right there," <laughs> and met him, and he was like, uh, he was a big fan. I hate to brag about it, but he was like really, it was like a, a teenager meeting One Direction. He was very excited to meet me. Wow, so that's awesome! After getting christened by Seinfeld, you can't argue with that. You know, one of my heroes, Conan O'Brien. He's supposedly a fan. I can't trust Conan O'Brien. He's a <laughs> I, I yeah. loved you on. I've seen him be nice to the situation and say he's a fan of Snooki. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. He doesn't seem trustworthy. <laughs> uh, Nikki, going back to you talking about Seinfeld, sort of summoning you, and and then you getting that blessing. Is that compliment from him? Obviously, his success is one thing, but. Is it a greater compliment because you know he so much cares about the writing and it's a compliment to your writing? Is that fair? Yeah, that's very fair. And, you know, like I just grew up loving him so much and just knowing that he appreciates the craft. You know, he is tireless with his writing. And if you've seen the documentaries or you've seen him in Comedians in Cars when he talks to comedians, his like work ethic when it comes to writing. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching his documentary, Comedian, when I first started comedy. It came out in like 2001. Yeah. He said that as a comedian, he, you know, kind of would write whenever when he first started out and just go to the clubs and just do his act and then, you know, go home and then he'd go wait till the next night to go out. And he looked at, he saw a construction worker, like, walking to his job in the morning, and he was like, why don't I treat it like that? Like, I got to go into work. So he's a huge proponent of, of just working all day on your act. I am not like that. My writing style is kind of like, I say something funny, my friends kind of laugh a little bit harder, 
or I say something and no one laughs, but I go, that didn't get what it deserved. I'm going to try that again. And I take out my phone surreptitiously. I pull out my notes. I write down three words. And then I look at those three words in two weeks when I'm about to go on stage. And I'm like, I need something new to talk about. And I go, what is Boat Shoes Man? And, I, and then I go, I have no idea. I'll never know. And that, that idea will be lost to the ether forever. Like, I can't imagine how many of my like best closing bits have been lost to me just being inarticulate in my notes. <laughs> it's, it's so many good ideas. Mitch Hedberg used to have a joke that he would try to convince himself a joke wasn't funny so that he didn't have to get out of bed and write it down. And that's constantly what we <laughs> do. Last night, I was pulling my hair out because I, I was on a treadmill walking and I, and you know, I had that moment of like, oh my God, this is like the linchpin to my entire set that I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm going to add this new idea. And I convinced myself it was so good, there was no need to write it down. You know when you do that? Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. You don't need to write this thing down. Oh, it's yeah. so obvious that I'll remember it. And I'm still just, you know, I, I just thought it would come to me in a dream or something. So, I, yeah, my writing style needs a, a, a Seinfeld intervention for sure. I kind of just <laughs> go off of memory. I don't – nothing is written down in long form. If I bump my head, if I – I go chase a storm and get hit by a, a two by four. Everything's gone. Everything's, my, everything's in my head. Talking to Nikki Glazer, she's on the One Night with Nikki Glazer tour. I assume this is leading up to another special. Is that true? Yeah, it's, it's always leading to another special. I'm gonna, you know, the deals will be done soon, and then towards the end of the year, I'll probably just pick a date that's on the calendar and go. That looks like a cool venue, and and shoot something. And um, you know, I've just been watching a lot of stand up specials lately, and trying to figure out what I want to do next because I'm kind of tired of just watching someone with a microphone for like an hour, just walk around a stage that doesn't change. Like we got to mix it up. This is why I wear interesting outfits. I do like costume changes. I don't care how interesting you are, how good your material is. People get bored and they need to see something. So, you know, I break out the legs. I break out the... I'll, I'll bring out <laughs> if you need a little diversion from this long-winded setup, here you go. Like, I understand the nature of what I'm doing. That it's like, you know, people say it flies by. They can't even believe it was an hour. So I, I'm better now at holding people's focus. But, you know, you've seen Bo Burnham's special. Even, um, I don't know if you guys have seen Adam Sandler's Netflix special from what, a few years ago. It was called, uh, called 100% Fresh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. The best, I, I've been binging it this week because I'm just like got on a roll with him. And it is just incorporating like music, which I've kind of always rolled my eyes at. Yeah. I was on The Masked Singer in September and it kind of aspired in me to like want singing is kind of like my passion. Yeah. I'm thinking the time I do my special, I can, you know, come up with some songs. But it doesn't have to be just cheesy songs. These are songs that like, you know, you look at The Lonely Island, Bo Burnham, and then Adam Sandler even. These are songs I want to, like, listen to while I'm running. Like, yeah. actually, it's good music. It's not just crappy guitar comics that everyone kind of makes fun of. And right. I, I think I've always avoided music, and now I think I might fit some into my act. That, nice. It's sort of, you I saying like that. that, and I, don't, I hope this is one you like and don't hate, but I think the first time I saw Sarah Silverman do that was when, her, I don't remember what the special was called, but it was her song Diva. And when she started, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of surprised she whipped out the guitar. And then when she yeah. did it, it was so perfect and on brand for her. But it's scary because yes. it teeters that line of being hokey and then yeah. funny if yeah. it's done. And like the Bo Burnhams or the, mm. the Adam Sandlers, like they've just nailed it. So, God, they that is, there's it. so You're much so pressure right. behind that. <laughs> but, it is pressure because I just know I'm good at talking. Like that's the thing I know that's going to, I'm always going to be the best at that. And then there's this other thing. But you got to expand as an artist. You got to take chances. You got to. You know, I watched the Carlin documentary, and he had so many different phases where he's, mm -hmm. 
went out of favor and back into favor. Yeah. Took chances and, and, and was kind of a, a cultural joke for a while with his like fast rants about wordplay and people were like, God, he is so annoying. And then yeah. he came back and reinvented himself. So I don't mind taking chances and having people go, Oh, that was cringe because I'll learn from it. But it is, it's very scary to pick up a guitar and be like, I'm going to be this guy. Okay. But you're from a musical family, right? At least I know your, your dad yeah. plays. Yeah. My dad plays, he's a performer around town and, and I'm from St. Louis and he, performs at bars and uh you know pubs around town and he's really good and he, he could have really made it if he didn't have a family and like morals um, <laughs> yeah. so he, he's really talented and uh i've always wanted to be a singer and got pretty discouraged when i was a young girl i was taking voice lessons in high school to improve and my voice teacher took my mom aside and was like listen this is a waste of money she doesn't got it and, really uh, wow and so, yeah, it was devastating because that's all I wanted to do. And so I quit singing for like years and years and years and just picked up recently, you know, with The Masked Singer. And while I was doing that show, I was really struggling, even though it was something that I was, you know, naturally inclined for. I was, you know, I've done Dancing with the Stars. That I got kicked off right away. Yeah. Off. I, I've yeah. never danced in my life. But singing, I was like, you know, I could go pretty far on this for a comedian. And it was struggling, and so my voice coach on the show was like, I just hear something on your vocal cords. It sounds like you got some stuff. And so I ended up after the show, I got third place. I lost to the Wilson Phillips and Amber Riley. So I lost to two singers. Yeah, and that then, doesn't um, seem fair. I but got <laughs> cord surgery. Yeah. You did. And, uh, I had to be silent for two weeks. And then after that, I've been able to sing a lot better. In fact, I'm headed to a voice lesson right now. I'm kind of like obsessed with it. And so wow. that is awesome. That's awesome. I think it's that... something that made me go into comedy because I couldn't do it because I was like, oh, I got to find a way to be on TV and, and be on stage. And so thank God comedy came into my periphery, but it was never the initial goal. And, uh, That's wild. and now that I'm kind of, yeah, a little bit older, I'm like, oh, why not? I don't have kids. I'm like, if my daughter wanted to be a pop star, I'd put all my money into it. So why don't I just do that for myself? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a great point. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Glazer with us. She's on her tour. It's coming to a whole bunch of places where you're listening to this show right now. One night with Nikki Glazer and uh, NikkiGlazer.com. I know we've kept you for a long time and I, I will let you go after this, but you've made us all laugh a ton in lots of places on your specials, especially the latest one on HBO and others on Netflix. But I want to tell you about a time I was driving to work and I was listening. They would replay your show when you were on Sirius XM. In the morning. Oh, so I yeah. would listen to you often like you were my morning Aww. show at, at 4 a.m. when I was driving in. And one day you were talking about, I think you had to go shoot the promotional poster for your tour or for a special. And you were yeah. you were complaining about all of the things that you as a woman had to do. And you listed yeah. it. It was like spray tan and hair and makeup and get the right dress and the shoes and the lighting. And yeah. then you said, and Bert Kreischer takes his shirt off and stands there. It ain't fair. And I laughed. Bert's been on the show a bunch of times too. And I laughed so hard in the car. It was so great because not only was it funny, but you were right. And I knew Bert would have laughed his ass off at that. Yeah, Bert is a friend of mine, but it does infuriate me sometimes the lack of self care that, you know, not only yeah. does he get away with, but like helps his career. Yeah. But the thing is, he's one in a million. And he, there's, that's not for lack of trying. I mean, Bert's whole thing is that he doesn't try, but. If you look closely, he's, he's trying desperately like we all are. Yes. <laughs> I think I was probably PMSing that day because that's usually the narrative that starts to swirl in my head is it's not fair being a woman. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but um, I was actually on tour with Bert this summer and we were doing these like small stadiums and I just saw him taking off his shirt every night. So on the last night of the shows, I was like, I'm going to surprise him. And during my set, I'm going to take my shirt off just to see, you know, <laughs> just like a bit. That's because, awesome. 
this audience knows him. They're his audience. They'll love it. So, you know, I had a bra on, but I went shirtless at the very start of my set. I just, before I even started, I was like, let's kick this bird show off. And I took my shirt off in front of thousands of people at a baseball stadium. <laughs> and it was amazing. I was like, it was so freeing. I felt like I was able to be more vulnerable. And I was like, there is something to this. So as much as I make fun of him, I was like, I kind of like this. And of course, everyone was like, you just wanted to be sexy. I'm like, no, I wanted to be free. It felt like empowering. <laughs> yeah. uh, You're driving to your voice know. lesson topless right now. Yeah, no, I am, now I am free. <laughs> I made sure I didn't have on like a gross nude bra. So maybe that was a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you got to pick the right uh, one. Yeah. No, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but it sure seems like you've earned all of your success. It's well earned. You seem like you work your ass off for it. And, and you also, you. we talked to you a while ago and you're still nice. So <laughs> way to go. Yeah. 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 Congratulations <laughs> for not becoming an ass. happens you, for you. You, you, you honestly would <laughs> not be the first person though that has actually done that. Yeah, Larry the cable guy yeah. doesn't call us anymore and he used to he was on our show twice a week when we lived in Omaha. Yeah, so. we called him yeah, Dan. I mean, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you knew him as Dan. Yeah. Uh Nikki, thank you very thank much. You we appreciate so much. it. Thank you. Yeah. She was great. And then I hung up while she was yes, talking. So that, is, that is so your MO. Like what you, you like you never let that person get the last okay bye guys. I'm gonna be the old You're man. So fast. They don't have phones that hang up anymore. Like you put it on there. But like my dad was the guy who used to hang up the phone and then say bye <laughs> growing up. Like at the phone in the kitchen, the old timey way. Idiots get access to the podcast, segment seventeen, and watch the webcams. You can be an idiot too. Sign up at freebeerandhotwings.com.